everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Entree Pastors Podcast. My name is John Sanders. I'm one of the co-founders of Entree Pastors, and I'm here today to address what is probably one of several major limiting beliefs that we see pastors struggling with and trying to overcome as they step into our world of Entree Pastors and as we get the opportunity to come alongside of them and encourage them to do better financially, to provide better financially for their families, uh, not by trying to get more money from the church budget, but instead by getting out into the marketplace and becoming an entrepreneur, launching a business and being paid accordingly for running a successful business in the marketplace. And that can be a challenge for a lot of pastors. There's some serious mindset things that need to be worked through. And today, I'm going to tackle one of those. And if I were to summarize it in a sentence or a statement, it would go like this. I'm just a pastor. And we'll unpack that in just a moment and go a little, you know, put some more words around that. But I'm this thought of, I'm just a pastor. And I'll share something else that I believe, I've come to believe and, and know, I think is a very real thing in many pastors' lives, and that is this. Many pastors have been taught to devalue their effort and their work. Not in a class, like nobody sat them down in a class and said, now we're going to teach you how to feel less than. It's very much caught over the course of years in pastoral ministry, coming up against the constant, endless expectations of others, and that are often very unbiblical, uh, unhealthy, and demanding, you know, a pastor to, to show up in in impossible ways at times, to just be responsible for way more than any one person uh, should carry that much weight and burden, and often feeling like I'm just never measuring up, never getting the job done to the standards that everybody else around me wants, no matter how hard I try. Someone's unhappy with what I have done or haven't done. And uh, as a result, I think pastors just have been taught over the course of their career in pastoral ministry to just not see the value in what they bring to the table. Uh, Certainly, when we look at it from a financial standpoint, everyone seems to be very comfortable with the idea that you know, we don't pay pastors very well for the work that they do. And so there's this thing, you know, that pastors just kind of are conditioned, there's a good word, conditioned to devalue or struggle to see the value that they provide to others. And where that plays out then when we start challenging pastors to launch a business in the marketplace is this thought of, man, I'm just a pastor. I've just been in this lowly position doing ministry work and you know the thought is i went to college bible college i went to seminary i got a degree in some kind of biblical studies or you know ministry studies and now for the last you know 5 10 15 20 25 years i've just been working exclusively inside the church world and i have nothing to offer that's maybe a better way of saying it is i have nothing to offer in the marketplace i'm just a pastor and pastor here's what i need you to hear Nothing could be further from the truth. The title of today's podcast episode is Why You Have an Unfair Advantage in the Marketplace. That's something that we've been saying for a while here at Entree Pastors, that when we really start thinking about it, Pastor, I wish I could help you see how you have a leg up much of the time in the marketplace. If we can get you over some of your limiting beliefs, if we can get you to see yourself for who you really are, and what you actually bring to the table, we can help you understand that, man, 
not that it's about competition, not that it's about being better than someone else out there. It's just helping you understand it's almost not even a fair fight. Um, if we bring you with these limiting beliefs removed out of the way, we bring you to the marketplace, you can be miles ahead of where so many other people are that are just getting started and launching a business, not in spite of your ministry work, but because of it. That's what I need you to hear. Because of the work that you've been doing for the past however many years or decades in pastoral ministry, you have a huge advantage. What if What if you actually believe that was the case? What if you could come to see all of your years in pastoral ministry as a training ground for the work that you get to do now? You know, a new season of ministry, a different type of ministry as you're launching a business. Here's the big idea. This is what I want to share with you, and then we'll unpack it a little bit. Nearly all of your pastoral skills are transferable to the marketplace. And I don't know why I put the word nearly all, because truthfully, all of your pastoral skills are transferable to the marketplace. Now, certain ones may need to look a little bit different in the marketplace, uh, but basically everything that you have been doing, the skill set that you've been honing over years in pastoral ministry, all of that is transferable to the marketplace. There's nothing wasted there. There's nothing where it's like, well, you're never going to use that again. Now, I promise as you're launching a business, nobody's going to ask you to exegete a passage or they're not going to ask you what the Greek word really means behind profit and loss statement. Like, obviously, none of that. So stick with me here and let me unpack some examples. We have in in, uh, our course, A Pastor's Roadmap to Financial Freedom, we have a module or a lesson inside of a module where I'm going to share some of that with you right now. So uh, where we walk through just a handful of skills that are used in, in ministry to help you see how those can be valuable in the marketplace. So I'm just going to go through this list. They're not in any particular order. Well, technically, I put them in alphabetical order. Um, so these are not rated in terms of importance. Some of these might speak to you a little bit more than others, but pastor, here's what I can tell you on the front side. You already possess a number of these skills. Like there's a number of these things you already know how to do. Chances are you already do them very well. And when we think about applying them to a marketplace context, hopefully you can quickly see, oh my goodness, I'm like a skill set ninja here. I've got a lot of things that I can do and that that can be rewarded in the marketplace. So how about this first one, administration? Now, maybe not all of you are great administrators, but many pastors, especially if you're in a small church, you know, by default, you kind of have to be able to juggle multiple things at the same time. You have to be able to pay attention to the details. You might be in a position where you've been blessed with a team around you and you get to hand off a lot of those administrative details, and that's great if you're in that role. But the chances are, at some point in your pastoral ministry, you've had to be not only the big picture guy, but also the the small in the weeds detail guy. And that is something that can be totally rewarded in the marketplace, being able to handle administrative tasks and details. Budgeting. This one does not apply to me because, man, I never really got into the spreadsheets and the numbers, but there was a small season in the early days of our ministry where I was the guy handling the church finances and, you know, putting reports together. It was horrible and terrible, and I needed to get out of that role as quickly as I could. But again, some pastors are have a skill set in that, and you have the ability to really you know, work spreadsheets and understand what those numbers mean. And you've been doing this for a while in the context of your church or nonprofit type work. Coaching. 
And right alongside this, I'm going to put counseling because they're similar, but they're different. And I won't go into the, uh, you know, what separates those two, but man, in your years serving in pastoral ministry, you have many opportunities to either counsel people or coach people. And some of you, again, may not resonate with those things, but many of you pastors, like not only do you resonate with them, you're actually good at it. And people seek you out for coaching or counseling type things. Well, if we can get outside of the church office and put a professional uh, approach to that, all of a sudden we can start getting paid like a professional instead of like a broke pastor. So you've got some skill sets that can be transferred to the marketplace there. Communication. Communication could look like a lot of things. It could look like uh, you know, public speaking, which is another thing on my list, but you know, the, the communicating from a stage or communicating an idea to somebody, you know, using your words to inspire people. Communication could also go in the direction of like the the soft skills that that companies and the marketplace are in desperate need of, and that is uh, like conflict resolution, those people skills, the ability to get into a tense situation and be a peacemaker and a unifier. And again, pastors, we we get to do that weekly in our church work, and we become really good communicators. Content creation. Man, we live in a day and age where content creation, I mean, you can legitimately build businesses around it. You can build a business with content creation, you know, as, as part of building out a brand or a company. Um, and what, what do I mean by content creation? Well, man, think for how long pastors have been creating sermons, Bible studies, Wednesday night, you know, events where you are getting up and creating a piece of content to be delivered. If we just tweak some of the application of that, the, the sky's the limit in the marketplace of where that content creation can be used. Event planning. Oh my goodness. How many pastors are pros at laying out a service, an order of service, an event of some kind, an outreach event, a fun event, a celebration of some kind, you know, like the ultimate party planners. And we do that inside of our pastoral work, we plan events. And again, that goes back to some of that administrative stuff, carrying out those details. It's the big picture stuff, you know, getting a team of volunteers motivated and activated, ready to pour into that. There's a skill set that is required to do that. And that can be transferred to the marketplace. Hospice or chaplain is another thing I have on my list. Um, just this ability to come alongside of hurting people in desperate times of suffering and loss and grief and need in their life. And there's ways to monetize that skill set beyond just being a pastor. So that's that's a skill that, again, you maybe have just thought it's expected of me. It's just part of my job. I don't even think about it. Well, there's ways that people need that and they think about it and they're willing to pay for those types of services. I have on my list IT or technology. Again, if you are pastoring in a normal-sized church, you probably have been the guy that's had to figure out some stuff on the computers, You know, whether it's software stuff, social media stuff, um, getting computer problems to work, networks to, to, to function. And, and in that, some of you have found, I'm, not only do I uh, have a skill in this, I actually enjoy it. And so we can take some of those skills out to the marketplace and we can be paid for those. Leadership. Pastors are leaders, and if you're not a leader, you shouldn't be a pastor, but I believe if God's called you to be a pastor, he's gifted you also to be a leader 
And that leadership quality is absolutely vital in any marketplace context. We need leadership skills in the marketplace. Management, that's different than leadership, similar, but different. Pastors could make great managers in the marketplace. I've already mentioned people skills. I've mentioned public speaking, but I want to just come back to that for a quick second. Do you realize that the the number one fear of people, like more than the fear of dying itself, is the fear of speaking in public? Like it is... It is one of the biggest fears that people have. And pastor, you fearlessly, or at least it looks fearless, it looks effortless, even if you have butterflies in your stomach, you get up at least once every seven days, some of you multiple times in a seven-day period to do public speaking and you do it well. And you've learned how to, to do that thing that most people are terrified of. You do it for breakfast that is nothing to be dismissed as just, oh, I'm just a pastor. Now, you've got a skill that can be used in the marketplace. Research. Some of you are better at this than others, but some of you love to study and you're good at it. You're good at really getting into a subject and it's part of your content creation. It's part of your sermon writing and you love the research aspect of that. There's a way to monetize that and use that out in the marketplace. Sales. Need I say more that we are selling a message every week. You may not like to think about it in those terms, but you are trying to show someone the value of what it is you're offering, which is an introduction to the Lord Jesus Christ, faith in him alone for salvation and for purpose and for living the life that we've been created for. You're selling that concept, that idea all the time. And if you can sell that, you can sell other things. So sales ought to be something that pastors are actually good at. I hear pastors all the time say, oh, I don't, I don't like to sell. Well, you actually do on a regular basis. You just don't think of it in that way. I've already talked about social media, so I won't go deep into that. Strategic planning. Again, this is that big picture stuff. Being that visioneer, I think is an Andy Stanley term, but the, the guy that is casting vision for others and then following up with the strategy of how do we build that vision? How do we achieve that? Teaching, training, that's a little bit different than you know just the public speaking. There's a, there is a teaching gift that I believe many pastors have. And applied to a corporate setting, applied in the marketplace, that can be highly valuable to a lot of different people out in the marketplace. And then finally, on this short list that we could keep building, but I'll put writing. Pastors write often. We write every week for our sermons, for other content that we create, email newsletters, blog posts, whatever. Writing is absolutely something that can be monetized and rewarded in the marketplace. So here's the big idea, Pastor. Hopefully, you are seeing that, man, I am more than just a pastor. I have a skill set that can be highly valuable in the marketplace and I need to overcome this limiting belief that, that I'm somehow at a disadvantage as I launch a business. I want you to understand, Pastor, you have an unfair advantage in the marketplace, not in spite of your church work, but because of it. Because you have been in the gym of pastoral ministry for however many years, building those muscles. Now, if we just apply the, that skill set to the marketplace, you're going to thrive. You're going to be just fine so hopefully you're encouraged by that. All right, let me offer a quick resource and we'll get out of the way for today. So here's the resource I would like to put in your hands. If you have never downloaded our free Get Started Guide, uh, I want to put that in your hands today. It kind of helps you just get started exactly as it sounds. If you're like, man, John, I would like to pursue this. I have no idea where to begin. We've got you covered. Go to entrepastors.com 
forward slash start. And uh, you can get that free PDF download. It's got in there, I think there's over 50 ideas for just you know, sample business ideas that you could think about leaning into. So uh, among many other things, there's some self-assessment tools in that as well. So go get that, entrepastors.com forward slash start. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic day, and we will see you right back here tomorrow.